0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Talk cheese. Recorded live. Hello, it's Michael Adams, and it's Nothing But The Truth. My journey, one man's journey is to find it. I found it. My Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. And I am. it um, been an interesting day. Spend the day cleaning. That's a, that's not, I know that doesn't sound very interesting, but. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, spent a lot of time uh, researching Mariology and uh, the witchcraft that's going on. and... In Rome and throughout the world it seems to be just uh, ramping up. Or maybe it always was, but it's just now being exposed to us is becoming more and more film documented and put on mainstream media. Not a lot of people out there, it's some sad and pathetic reason, have sold their souls to the devil. So they can make a name for themselves. Well, and of course, I'm going down a road that's very controversial for
0: uh,
1: uh, many of folks.
0: And uh,
1: yes, I'm just looking at some of the emails before I get going here. Um, man, I am so sick of all the crud they sent to me. I know I'm not alone. I think they just bombard all of us with all this filth. So part of their their plan to totally corrupt us. They all serve Satan, it seems like. <laughs> not that they all An awful lot of folks do. And the people in charge of uh, mainstream media, definitely. And an awful lot of people in alternative media. Um. Yeah, we're gonna get back to this, uh, uh, the book from Gentry, and I know it's Gentry. A lot of people don't like them, and I don't understand. I, but this, I'm gonna read it anyways because this dissertation or the, uh, it's interesting, and the weight of evidence is getting uh, slowly, but surely, is becoming very convincing to me that. Something did happen, I think, around 70 A.D., and all things were fulfilled in Christ, all things. And they've been using our our ignorance of how the, you know, the scriptures were written and to who they were written, read to the the audience that it was written to, as a way to as a way of uh, mind control and manipulation. <clears throat> my opinion, for whatever it's worth. And I imagine it's not worth much of anything. But for those who do listen to this, I do appreciate it. And for those, I know I've, I go down roads where, uh, well, truth is a lonely warrior. Ebb and flow of scholarly opinion. This is concerning uh, the book of Revelation. And, uh, uh we're talking about here um, the argument for it being written prior to 70 AD, if that's the case, that changes a lot of things just in itself. And also puts everything clearly, uh, for me at least, in, in, in a more clear perspective and understanding. And what a, the uh, the defense for this is that that I have for it, you know, people call preterists or full preterism, is that it's like, well, you're not going to be able to fool me about any of this stuff that's out there. So when things start uh, happening and all the witchcraft starts a-brewing and a-flowing, I know that that's what it is. Anyways, in his uh, redating of the New Testament, Robinson provides a helpful survey of the historical ebb and flow of scholarly opinion on the matter of the chronology of all the New Testament books. This ebb and flow quite naturally had its effect on Revelation dating. His survey provides the following general analysis based on 50-year, on a 50-year increments, around 1800 dates for, uh, around 1800 dates for the New Testament canon range uh, very conservatively between AD 50 and AD 100. By 1850, due to the Uh, Tubingen Tubingen School of Thought and under the special influence of uh, F.C. Bar, uh, B-A-E-R, the range of the dates had widened from A.D. 50-plus to A.D. 160-plus. Regarding Revelation's date under the sway of Tubingen, quote, it was a striking paradox that the Tubingen school, which left Paul with only four, or as put by Hilgenfield in a more moderate form, with only seven authentic epistles, 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 excuse me, <laughs> and brought most of the New Testament documents down to a late date and, and and should, in the case of the apocalypse, have affirmed apocalyptic authorship a date quarter of a century earlier than that assigned by tradition, but in nineteen hundred the prodigious labors of the conservative scholars, particularly JB Lightfoot and Theodore Zan, or Zen, Zahn or Theodore Zahn is what it is, had to cause a drastic modification. Conservatives were again able to argue confidently and compellingly for dates within the tolerable AD fifty to AD 100 range for the New Testament canon. The liberal school was in turmoil. For example, Harnack offered the widest range of dates between A.D. 48 and A.D. 175. The radical critics were uh, oscillating widely at the turn of the century. Regarding Revelation studies in this era between 1850 and 1900, Schaff amidst to having held to a late-date originality, late-date originally, only eventually to accept an early date upon further research. chef could even write, quote, the early date of Revelation is now accepted by perhaps the majority of the scholars. End of quote. Even late-date advocates, uh, advocate William, Millingen admits, quote, recent scholarship has, with little exception, decided in, in, in favor of the earlier and not the latter date. end of quote. Hort comments that in his day, quote, the general tendency of criticism has been towards the view that the circumstances and events present to the writer's I are not those of Demetian times, the Domitian time, and are those of the time between Nero's persecution about 64 and the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD, i.e. at least seven or 25 years earlier than on the common view." Quote. Another late-date advocate, Piquet, something like that. Writes uh, quote in deference in deference to our earliest evidence, the statement of Irenaeus and the book was generally considered to be or to belong to the clo- close of the Domitian's reign but during the greater part of the 19th century, there was a strong majority of critics in favor of a date some quarter of a century earlier. This view was entertained by both advanced and conservative scholars, but sometime before the close of the last century, opinion began to move back to the traditional date. And for several years, it has secured the adherence. Of the great majority of scholars, the quote. Early date advocates were as confident then as late date advocates had been later in the present century. Ferrar, um, Ferrar, Farrar, I don't know how to pronounce this thing, Ferrar, I guess, asserts that, quote, there can be no reasonable doubt respecting the date of the apocalypse, in quote. He speaks of it as a quote certain conclusion, in quote, and notes that, quote, the whole weight of evidence now tends to prove it, end quote. Terry follows suit when he observes that, quote, the trend of modem critics I guess that's what they mean to be, modem instead of modem. What do they mean by modem critics? Okay, modem critics, may this up. uh is unmistakably towards the adoption of the early date of the apocalypse. Robinson goes on to note in regard to the general dating trends relative to the whole New Testament that by 1950 there was witnessed a narrowing of the gap between liberal and Orthodox scholars approaching even some degree of consensus. In order to dispel the common but erroneous notion of the fixity or unanimity unanimity of uh, scholarly opinion in regard to the date of revelation, a notion that is particularly frustrating to date. We shall provide a katana, katana, katana of uh, scholars. I don't know if that was. He's using words that I don't know. Still, this guy's probably got a Jesuit education. Certainly not gonna be your average below education. Katana a cantina of scholars oh a cantina made this one is. a cantina of uh, scholars of both the past and present who affirm an early date for revelation. As this is done, it is it must be kept in mind that the scholars cited are of the general camp of those who posit an early date for revelation. The list should not be taken as one that indicates a thoroughgoing and harmonious agreement as to the exact date and circumstances of the writing. Nor, unfortunately, is there even agreement among these scholars as to the inspiration of Revelation. Some indeed are of various liberal schools of biblical interpretation. Unlike the situation of the Old Testament studies, the conservative and liberal camps are not divided over the issue of dating, with the liberals opting for a late date. It should further be borne in mind that truth is not found either upon majority rule or upon the eminence of a scholar's reputation. The following listings of pre eighty seventy scholars is not given with a view to establishing the early date argument. It is simply proffered to towards to ward off, excuse me, naive and misconceived initial objections to considering the argument. Objections of or, of the order, quote, but not New Testament scholars are, but New Testament scholars are, agreed, dot, 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 quote, source documentation. We will cite only those authors who, by their noteworthy and scholarly labors, merit a careful hearing. There are numerous lesser works that promote the pre-AD 75 date that we could set forth as defenses of the early date view these are omitted as inconsequential where possible we will employ the original documentation where this has not been possible we will not excuse me, we will note the sources from which we uh, discovered their positions No secondary source that is at all dubious scholarly distinction will be given consideration. The numbers of braces that precede the immediately following list of secondary sources will be used at the end of each source entry in the cantina below. Uh or cantina, cantina. And uh, some entries in the cantina will have multiple sources. And then it gets a whole list of here of uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Got a bunch of citing sources, different names and all that kind of stuff. Cantina of early date advocates. The following lists uh, is are arranged in alphabetical rather than chronological order for easy reference and then it's got a tons of references blah, 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 all these names Leonard hey maybe we should just read the names of the authors here these researchers just for giggles here I don't know if any of this means anything to anybody uh, Greg L. Bonson the book of Revelation is setting unpublished research paper 1984 <clears throat> Adam Clark, Clark's Commentary on the Whole Bible, Frederick uh, W. Farrar, Early Days of Christianity, Arthur S. Pick, uh, The Revelation of John, uh, John A. T. Robinson Redating the New Testament, Philip Schaff, The History of the Christian Church, Barry B. Sweet. Commentary of Revelation, Milton S. Terry, Biblical Hermeneutics, and then we go further on here, and he goes, uh, uh, Furman uh Apocalypse, 1730, Geneva, J. E. Adams, The Time is at Hand, Lewis, the Alcazar, yes, the Jesuit priest. This is what uh, kept me from even looking at this. I was, oh, the Jesuit priest is involved with this? Oh, there's no way. It's not. Masterful plan, it seems to me. I'm starting to get the impression the masterful plan of Satan. And keeping people from even looking at the possibility of an early date. And its importance. And how... Once it makes the, a lot of the New Testament uh, all of a sudden make more sense especially the book of Revelation and it's an intellectual and spiritual defense against all the uh, propaganda out there of a end time scenario I think they're about 1600 or something years to 1900 or something years too late Maybe even less than that. <clears throat> because as we're all, you know, learning in the other book that I'm reading, uh, you know, that from 700 to the uh, 1000s A.D., there's a giant gap. Missing information. You know, like somebody just added on 300 years to the calendar. And so you've got a carol, carol, uh, Carl August Auberlin, Auberlin, uh, Daniel and Revelation in their mutual relation. Greg L. Bonson, The Book of Revelation, Setting, Author, Author, Stapleton Barnes, uh, James Vernon Bartlett. Uh, Ferdinand Christian Barr, Albert A. Bell Jr., I'm not even, even bothered with the books, uh, Leon Hart, uh, Bertholdt. You can find this if you want in the information box. It's on uh, page 48. Uh, and it just goes on and on and on and on. And I just don't feel like it's just going to warm. Another page of citation notes. And another page of citation notes. Oh, my gosh. How many have we got now? Okay, that's uh, th- two more, three more pages. And... um, Yeah. And, and now I got mark. now it's like eight pages. Uh people used the men and even moodier. Um oh my gosh. Just goes on and on and on. I got another page of citations. It's a serious uh some serious scholarship here. Part two, the external evidence. So he just uh he gave us eight pages of uh citation just for that that, that part one. <laughs> Plus all the ones along the each page. uh, It's good for him. Introduction to the external evidence. The actual defense uh, of early of the early date of revelation will be will be begun by initially considering the external evidence. This uh, species of evidence is greatly stressed by late-date advocates and is generally conceded on all sides to be their strongest argument. Indeed, FJA Hort even states in regard to the evidence for a late date, quote, this is virtually external only, end of quotes. Before we get any further here, let's see what's going on here. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Or even states in regards to the evidence for a late date, quote, this is virtually external only, end of quote. Though this undoubtedly is an overstatement, the fact remains that late date the advocates. Do make much of the external evidence. For instance, J.P.M. Sweets' comment is illustrative in this regard. "Quote to sum up: the earliest, the earlier date may be right, but the internal evidence is not sufficient to outweigh the firm tradition stemming from Irenaeus." Similarly. Fouillet writes, "Quote: The traditional setting of the apocalypse in the reign of Domitian is too solidly established to be brought into question." Nah, it's not true. John's banishment. The evidence from tradition regarding the date of Revelation is almost invariably considered on conjunction with the question of, a bunch of citations as usual, uh, date of John's banishment uh, to the island of Patmos. Interestingly, there have been several able scholars who have denied that John was banished to Patmos. For instance, Terry told or holds that John was simply retreating to Bat- Patmos to preach the gospel, which doesn't make much sense. She suggests three evidence for this interpretation. One, the Greek uh, preposition, and then I can't read it. Uh, I don't know if that's a G or an I. Got this, gia gia? I don't know. Don't count on that for me. Could uh, mean, quote, for the sake of end quote ie John had gone to Patmos um, quote for the sake of receiving the word of God in the quote I don make much the reference to tribulation in quotes and patience in quotes he argues to uh, do not necessarily relate to the reason for his being at Patmos three there are uh, preposition once again uh creek lettering, but unfortunately uh I can't read it. I can't tell if that's a G or not, or what it is, so it is used uh in this sense in several places of Revelation. And as you guys here uh two, three, four, eleven, twelve, eleven, thirteen, fourteen, eighteen, ten, fifteen, and twenty four. Verse four. Those are all different chapters and verses. Revelation. Uh Peake noted that this was the view of Frederick Bleek, Edward W. E. Ruse, Adolf Hardnick, and Wilhelm Bosset. Ruse even goes so far as to say quote the exile of the apostle Paul to Patmos is itself only a fable derived from a false interpretation of one nine Revelation chapter one nine in which very passages and then in the Greek words and the print is bad so I can't really tell. Uh it's, it's all right. I can't speak Greek anyways, why bother? It's not martyrdom but preaching. And, quote, more recently, Newman suggests the possibility that John's sojourn there, quote, was likely nothing more than, uh, quote, protective custody, end of quote, if indeed that's much, end of quote. I don't know. Despite such vigorous protestations, I guess the notion of a banishment, the fact of John's banishment seems indisputably clear. To the candid mind in Revelation 1 9 John speaks of his being in quote the tribulation in the quote with the Saints and the traumatic content of much of his book would support his this conclusion in addition it is difficult to conceive of the Greek word whatever I can't tell if that's a G or so I'm not going to try Being applied to uh, future purposes, i.e., that John went there with the view of preaching the gospel, which doesn't make much sense. Uh, Although you know they go to the prison and teach, you know, the gospel. But we're talking about Patmos now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. you go with Patmos, there's a chance you never come back. So, uh, in addition, it is difficult to conceive of the bleh being applied to future purposes, i.e., uh, the Greek word. Uh, I think it's Gaia, is Gaia. I think that's a G. It's like a capital G, I, A, but I'm not sure because it's too blurry for that, uh, and it's in the Greek lettering, so. I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, I like more the common sense approach to all this, but you know, sometimes we got to go through all this scholarly hoopla. Okay, Ie John went there with the view of preaching the gospel, then to. We must ask why he chose the barren, virtually desert, deserted island of Patmos to do so. That's right. Furthermore, despite disagreements as to the time of John's banishment, there is virtually harmony and antiquity as to the fact of his banishment. And I tell you one thing, to be a Christian, it's not a lazy religion. It's not. I don't care what anybody says. The things you've got to go through just to suss the pieces together to give, it's just a minefield out there up in craziness and I don't I'm not going to blame it, 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 my Lord's faith my Lord Savior's faith uh, for the faith that he's given us I think it's we get entrenched staunched in our point of views and we think we got it all figured out and until we really do approach and spend some time on the other side how do we know what we've been told is true so the role of tradition this next part here in order to demonstrate the weight of credited uh, the church fathers by late date advocates we will cite the introductory assertions of several competent late date theorists Uh, Following these citations, we will provide a survey of evidence such as it is. Henry B. Sweet um, insists that, quote, early Christian tradition is almost unanimously in assigning the apocalypse to the last year's uh, 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 domination. And, quote, in his monumental commentary on Revelation, R.H. Charles introduces the external evidence as follows, this evidence almost unanimously assigns Revelation to the last year of Domitian. And, quote, Donald Guthrie follows the lead with Sweet Charles and others, albeit in somewhat more cautious tones when he asserts the, quote, undoubtedly, A strong argument in favor of a Domitianic date is the fact that the earliest and weightiest external witnesses attest it in the quote. Often, though, by no means always, it is the case that the internal evidence employed by late-date advocates is essentially used in a Negative sense to rebuke early date arguments, rather than being employed positively to establish the late date. And this is true. And the external evidence is quite important to late date advocacy. The auth uh, the authoricity is invariably cited by the scholars, and virtually all late date advocates are Irenaeus, Clements of Alexander. Clement of Alexandria, Origen, Victorius, Eusebius, and Jerome. Jerome. Jerome, 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 Jerome. Before Jerusalem fell. Yet, despite a confident use of these witnesses by late date proponents, we will demonstrate that a careful scrutiny of the material reveals that the evidence is too diverse to lead to any assured conclusion as to this date. Moses Stewart, who who late-date advocate James Moffat claimed, provided one of only two pre-Alfred works that quote, retain any critical value, end quote, regarding Revelation, states, well, that the situation regarding John's banishment and thus of the date of Revelation, when he writes, quote, beyond the testimony of John himself, there is such a diversity of views as serves to show that mere floating reports and surmises uh, were the basis of the views. Were not this the case, how could there have been so great a variety of opinions about a simple matter of fact? Of quote. Although our primary concern will be to provide an analytical inquiry into the late-date evidence from Irenaeus and Clement of Alexandria, a survey of evidence from other early church fathers will round out the evaluation of the external evidence. The evidence provided in Part 2 of the present work is presented with a view uh, to demonstrating that 1. Much of the late-date external evidence is, in fact, inconclusive at best. 2. There is some noteworthy early evidence for a neuronic, <laughs> neuronic, neuronic banishment of John and a pre 8070 writing of Revelation. William Henry Simcock states that, quote, there are statements and early Christian writers which seem to show that the tradition on this point was not absolutely unanimous, end the quote. The general and the generally accepted dates from a few of the notable witnesses yield a wide range of diverse conclusions in- including a pre ve- uh um, vesp- okay that's what I wish I had somebody to help me out some. okay i know what i, I know as the Vespasian neck a pre Vespasian neck species neck nick that's word free sp- spatianic date um ep- Epiphanes uh Theo uh, and Syriac Revelation Manuscripts A Domitianic Date Irenaeus, Jerome Eusebius uh sc- sc- Pius, and Severus, and Victorius, and a Tarjanic date Dorotheus. <laughs> these names, man, gosh. They had terrible names back then, that's all i got to say. But beyond these few church fathers, there are other historical witnesses as well. Let us then begin our inquiry into the various ancient sources that lead themselves to the debate. Following separate treatments of the Irenaeus and Clement of Alexandria, oh gosh, he's sending me stuff. I hate that. Um, the remaining survey will uh, cover the additional evidence in the chronological succession. Not the, I mean, it's nice being recognized. Not me, many people reach out to me, so it's okay, but... That happens right in the middle of doing something. Man, you're in a train of thought, and then Makes you jump a half half a foot in the air. Uh, For Irenaeus, Bishop of Lyons. As we begin consideration of the external evidence, the obvious stating point is with. Irenaeus, Bishop of Lyons, is considered to be the most important witness and deserves initial consideration for several reasons. First, he speaks directly, and it seems, to the issue at hand. Gunthery writes that Irenaeus, Ire, Irenaeus quote, is quite specific that the apocalypse was seen no such long time ago. But almost in our own generation at the end of the reign of Domitian. 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 I can't say it. Domitian. 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 And I know it's just not saying it right now. Domitian. Second he is an uh indisputable important indisputably important church father who whose very stature demeans his hearing. Irenaeus dates states R A D one thirty to two oh two troop two oh two the Boy Scouts of Troop two O two Mormon Church. And third, uh he wrote the very work in question around A.D. 180 and 190, just a little over a century after the destruction of the Temple, the era significant to early date advocacy, and almost a century after Domitian's reign, that's what I was trying to say earlier, uh, the era significant to late date advocacy, As Henderson observes Irenaeus is, quote, the earliest extent authority, and, quote, designating a date for the writing of Revelation. Fourth, he claims to have known Polycarp, who, in turn, may have known the Apostle John, the writer of Revelation. Thus, with regard to the external evidence, the tendency of late-date advocates to rely heavily on Irenaeus is not unreasonable. Such a dependence is clearly indicated in Peake's commentary, quote, In difference to our earliest evidence, the statement of Irenaeus, the book, was generally considered to belong to the close of to the close of the Domitian's reign, Terry observes that quote, Elcott, Hedstenberg, Lang, Elford, and Wadan contend strongly that the testimony of Irenaeus and the ancient tradition ought to control the question. Undoubtedly, Irenaeus' observation is the strongest weapon in the late date arsenal. Certainly, quote, the chief obstacle to the acceptance of the true date of the apocalypse arises from the authority of Irenaeus. End quote. Irenaeus is an quote, obstacle end quote, who cannot be overlooked by the early date school. Evidence from Irenaeus. That is deemed so compelling is found in Book Five of his Against Heresy, at uh, five thirty uh, thirty minutes and three seconds. I guess that's uh, That's an interesting way of dating it, our uh, uh, documentation. So it must be Book Five, Chapter. Um, three, thirty, verse three, something like that. Okay. Although originally composed in Greek, today those this work ex- exists in its entirely only in Latin translation. Thankfully, however, the particular statement in question is preserved for us in the original Greek in Eusebius's ecclesiastical history at book 3, chapter 18, verse 3, I guess. See also 5, 8, 6. And it has this little lengthy thing in Greek. I imagine for somebody at that time, it's very legible. But I I have no idea what I'm reading. Although it seems interesting they have an upside-down Y. I don't know if you noticed noticed that. In, um, yeah. Well, good thing we don't have to worry about that. Go study Greek. I'm not going to. I'm not going to college. Just study Greek. So, This crucial statement occurs at the end of the section in which Irenaeus is dealing with the identification of Quote oh, 666, and a quote in Revelation 13. That statement, along with its large context, is generally translated, We will not, however, incur the risk of pronouncing positively, positively as to the name of Antichrist, for if it were necessary that his name should be distinctly revealed in this present time, it would have been announced by him who held the apocalyptic vision <clears throat> for <clears throat> that was seen no very long ago since but almost in our day towards the end of Domitian's reign. <clears throat> so this is an advocate obviously once again was it Eusebius or an Arianus for a late date for revelation. Now, if you're an advocate of the early date, then you have an answer, and that was as Nero. The Greek word, quote, that was seen in the quote, is commonly considered to refer back to the immediately preceding noun in Greek, uh, quote, revelation in the quote, or, quote, apocalyptic vision, end of quote, in the preceding sentence. Irenaeus is affirming it is argued that John, quote, saw, end of quote, i.e. received by vision the prophecies of Revelation at a time fitting the late date theory of composition. Quote, no such long time ago, end of quote, quote, almost in our own generation, end of quote, and more precisely, quote, at the end of the reign of Demetian, end a quote. <laughs> but it doesn't say that right, that last part. So as the external evidence section of the present study is developed, additional ancient historical witnesses will be considered. But the importance of this evidence found in Irenaeus's, Irenaeus' Irenaeus's work is universally recognized and demands careful and lengthy consideration. How shall early date advocates deal with such strong and forthright testimony by this noteworthy and ancient church father? As a matter of fact, there are several considerations that tend to reduce the usefulness of Irenaeus for the late advocacy, and these will be brought forward in some detail. The translation problem. Certainly the two initial considerations in any judgment regarding the interpretation of the crucial documentary witnesses are those of textual certainty and translational accuracy, in that there are no crucial questions regarding the integrity of the text of Irenaeus' statement raised from either camp in that debate, we can move directly to consideration of the matter of translation accuracy on the matter of translation or a matter of translational accuracy. On the matter of translation, there has been a good deal of debate on various aspects of the statement in question. In fact, quote, this translation has been disputed by a number of scholars. And according to Pekin Farrar, the problem of translational accuracy was first broached by J.J. Wittstein in 1751. We should imagine that. I wonder if he was a Jesuit. J.J. Wittstein. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We should note at the outset, however, that most scholars doubt there is a problem of translation. For instance, Robinson, an early date advocate, speaks of the uh, alleged... translational problem as quote very dubious and to, quote Moffat as vigorously late uh, a vigorous late date advocate discounts the supposed problem with just one sentence stating that the proposed revisions are quote ingenuous but quite unconvincing or some betrayed as ingenuous Huh. Ingenuous but quite unconvincing, and a quote according to uh, Barnes, uh, Chapman quote is frankly contemptuous and a quote against the proposed reconstruction of, of Irenaeus. And I find a lot of uh, Christian intellectuals compete. Just that uh, there are, however. A number of noted scholars who have disputed various parts of the common translation among these are J.J. Whitstein, M.J. Boven, S.H. Chase, E. Uh, Bomer, James M. McDonnell, Henry Hammond, F. J. A. Hort, Edward C. Selwyn, George Munson, Arthur S. Barnes, and J. J. Scott. Three of the major problems with a generally accepted translation will be dealt with below. One, the be reference of the Greek word. I need to learn my Greek. Hmm. Pies, eye and sky uh quote was seen in quote that's what the Greek word means was suggested to mean was seen to significance of the time reference blah blah blah, blah, blah but of Creek <clears throat> uh, quote no long time ago was it seen almost but almost in our own time. And three, the overall internal confusion in Irenaeus is suggested by the incompatibility of Ironase's statements on Revelation. Uh, the referent of the Greek word. <laughs> and I ain't going to bother. So indisputably... This Greek word, the most serious potential objection to the common translation has to do with the understanding of Greek. <laughs> quote, was seen, and quote, without, what is the subject of this ver- Greek verb? It is, quote, him who saw the apocalypse, in the quote. A uh, bunch of citations, uh, i.e., John or, quote, the apocalypse, uh, end a quote, question mark. Which of these two antecedents, quote, was seen, in a quote, quote, almost, end a quote, in Iron Age's time and near, quote, the end of the reign and Domitian, end of quote. Sweet records show us a significant observation from master expositor F.J.A. Hort. Quote Dr. Hort, it appears in his lectures on the apocalypse, referred to an article by M.J. Bovan in the Revue de Philologie et de uh, La Lausanne, 1887, in which it was suggested that the subject of Greek word in Irene, Aaron, verse, Irenaeus, book five, chapter thirty-three, uh, verse three, is not Greek word, but the other Greek word, i.e., this Greek word, such as all uh, more significant when we consider the observations for the first English translators of Irenaeus. The great work of Irenaeus now for the first time translated into English is unfortunately no longer extent in the original. It has come down to us only in an ancient Latin version with the exception of the greater part of the first book which has been preserved in the original Greek through means of copious quotations made by Hippolytus and Epiphanes. Epiphanes. I don't know how to pronounce these names. Uh, the text of both Latin and Greek is often a most uncertain. Yep, brutal. That's warning is always brutal, isn't it? Irenaeus, even in the original Greek, is often a very obscure writer. At times, he expresses himself with a remarkable clearness and terseness, but upon the whole, his style is a very involved and polite, 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 polite. S.H. Chase, the writer of one of the most persuasive and comprehensive articles on this matter, heard Hort's May 1889 lecture and recorded some of that very lecture. Wow. My note is as follows. Or wonder back then if they had, uh, you know, it's up to you uh, schools. You know, you, you go to class and you have your note taker so you could... Kind of hard to stay focused on things. You always take notes. I never, you know, it never was good for me. I was writing down his notes, writing down his notes, and writing his notes and a notepad. Chasing the at the lecture just to figure out what the guy's trying to say. And I looked some of my notes in the past and I go, I can't believe I, well, I can believe I got 4.0 because the standard of education that I got in the public school system is easy,
0: <laughs> not very high
1: <laughs> My note is as follows: dot well this passage from Irenaeus is urged against dating the apocalypse shortly after Nero's death. A suggestion, however, has been made in a French periodical. It is a question of the interpretation of Irenaeus. The writer raised the question whether Irenaeus means to say that the apocalypse itself belongs to Domitian's reign. What is the subject of Greek word he or it? For the latter, note the phrase... Just use, i.e., Greek, 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 Greek. But there is the fact that the language of Irenaeus is difficult on this, i.e., the common theory. Why, yep, <laughs> yep, yap, uh, did? But if Uranius, Irenaeus, excuse me, meant that he John was seen. This is in accordance with his favorite phraseology. Yep. For Hort, the yep quote for and a quote that's why a P Greek in your ironase statement is syntactically difficult to account for unless it makes reference back to the main idea of the preceding statement, quote, it, the name of the beast, would have been spoken by him. Quotes, Chase notes that Irenaeus is fond of, yep, Y.A.P., in such contexts, which leads support to the reinterpretation of Irenaeus at this point. Hort also recognizes the general tendency of Irenaeus to use opa. I got that one. O p a w in Greek. Opa. I guess I should pronounce it with persons rather than divisions or things such as the book, as the, such as a book. As here, i.e., Revelation. For, as Sweet comments of Hort's position, quote, he admitted uh, the difficulty of accounting for yep on the common interpretation and the force of the argument from the use of opa. Case uh, moves beyond the, pur- the purely grammatical, grammatical ambiguity relative, relative to syntactical structure to the actual thematic flow of the passage cited. The logic of his sentence since it seems to me to require this interpretation, this statement, that the vision was seen at the close of Dionysius' reign supplies no reason why the, mysteries, the mysterious numbers should have been expounded quote, by him who saw the apocalypse. End of quote, Had he judged such an exposition needful? If, on the other hand, we refer Epon, Upon, I guess this was E W P A O N Greek, uh, to Saint John. The meaning is plain and simple. Really, we may expand the sentences thus: quote, Had it been needful that the explanation of the name should be proclaimed, the man men, plural, of our own day, that explanation would have been given by the author of the book. For the author was seen on earth. He lived and held conversion with his disciples not so very long ago, but almost in our own generation. Thus, on the one hand, he lived years after he wrote the book And there was abundant opportunity for him to expound the riddle, had he wished to do so. And on the other hand, since he lived on almost into our generation, the explanation, had he given it, must have been preserved to us. You too, us too. Chase's observations are quite perceptive. Upon recognizing the ambiguity of the passage when narrowly conceived in terms of purely grammatical syntactical analysis, he then proceeds upon sound hermeneutics hermeneutic principle to elucidate Irenaeus's precise point by consideration to the contextual flow. This sort of argumentation is why Wettstein, too, understood John, which immediately preceding the verb becomes, quote, him who saw the apocalypse, and, quote, to be the nominative of Eupanon, in Greek, whatever, euponon, rather than, quote, revelation, end of quote. And McDonald agrees to states and states the case dogmatically. Irenaeus argues that if this knowledge, i.e., regarding the identity of 686, had been important at the time, it would have been communicated by the writer of the Apocalypse, who lived so near their own time. There was, therefore, really no ambu- ambu- amb- ambiguity to be avoided, requiring requiring him to use the name of John or the personal pronoun as the subject of on euponon, Greek, the verb of uh, sight. The scope requires this nominative and no other <clears throat> Better remember this is a dissertation uh an aca- an academic right to another academic so sorry for the dryness, but this we say it's very highly recommended to read some of this this, this book before you go any further Apparently, gentry has done a good job, and you know, yeah, it's very um what am I trying to say here um I'm gonna say clinical, that's not the right word academic um, and
0: unfortunately, we live in a world
1: where there the uh The uh, head honchos, the rulers of any kind of movement or any kind of uh, establishment or science or study or whatever it may be, well, the haughty-totty stuff needs to be endured. Fortunately, this show is not about uh, learning Greek. But unfortunately, rumor has it that the New Testament was written in Greek. So, got to deal with it, one way or the other, at some point. Uh, yeah. So later on tonight, I'll kind of do another reading from the other book. Sorry for the dryness of the the, the book, but uh, fortunately, we're get we're getting through a lot of the the mundane stuff, so we get into the more weightier. Uh, Proofs, evidence, for or against whether it's an early or uh, latter, later date for Revelation, and it does make a big difference. And as more I've, I've thought about this as resources, it makes a big difference. And uh, everything as far as the New Testament and and uh, Actually, I think it makes the New Testament actually flow and make much more sense. But there's certain things that come with that that are unpalatable for most of us. That raise some arguments and suggestions that we have been misled. There's no way that anybody's going to convince me that my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is not legit. But unfortunately... Root of of all evil is money and personal position and power and uh, status, and it's just you see it over and over, and Christians are no different than any other group. They might believe in Jesus Christ, but that doesn't mean uh, they they don't still got a lot of warts and a lot of serious issues. I guess that's one of those things we all got to deal with. We are all fallen. But then again, you know, you look at these other people, these old characters, and uh, all the witches out there and all the sorcerers and all that. And and I, you say, what are you talking about? It's 2016. I know. I know. It's 2016. And, I, and honestly, I thought this was the ancient past. <clears throat> but sorcery and witchcraft and everything else is pervasive in Christianity itself, or what people call Christianity, which is really more like Catholicism and Orthodoxy and uh, all the other isms. Uh,
0: yeah. There's a lot of people involved in this stuff.
1: Demon worship, devil worshiping. This is what you need to do if you really want to, quote-unquote, move up in the world. Yeah, you damn for life, for eternity, but, you know, now you'll make a name for yourself. Now, write your name in a book that 100 years from now, no one will ever remember anything that you ever accomplished or did. That's the amazing thing about all that. that for every one person or two persons and in, in, uh, in, in a millennia, I mean... I mean, how many people can you name right off the back? You know that you uh, that, are, that lived 600 years ago. How about 100 years ago? Outside of uh, politicians and pastors. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm sorry for it being dry. For those that check in on this I appreciate it and I and, and believe me it's worth it it is worth it because there's a well we've been misled maybe by uh, with good intent at the time you have these new discoveries you want to share about you know, alcazar or Jesuit priest and then you realize wait a minute the argument is substantiated primarily by scripture not by opinion now we're at, where are we go now All right, god bless you okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
0: ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino